The Voice of the K. The Voice of the K. The Journey. Arrihla. Welcome back to the journey, Arukhla. Well, as promised, we have two guests in studio, one guest in studio with us and one guest on our line. And our guest online, inshallah, will be Shabir Abdullah. Our guest in studio is Auntie Adila Samsudin Minton. Assalamu alaikum to you, Auntie Adila. How are you this morning? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm alhamdulillah, she's all nerves. <laughs> yes, not to worry, so am I. <laughs> and and Adila, what would you, how would you um, qualify yourself? Um, I know you are a woman, a very empowered woman, alhamdulillah, a very creative woman, uh, a mother, a wife. Um, shukran for that. Um, yes, I am firstly a mother of a 20-year-old. And then secondly, I'm, I'm a wife. Um, I'm the wife of Faisal Minton. And then thirdly, I'm very passionate about my career, which is teaching little ones, um, great ones. I have been teaching for 30 years, and that is my passion in life. MashaAllah, you have another passion, which we're going to discuss a little bit later. How would you describe that? Poet, poetess? Um, yes. Um, well, this is my way of um, expressing myself so far. Um, it just sort of came onto me unexpectedly. <laughs> I haven't been a very... Um, a poetic person as a, a youth or in my schooling but um, I have been filled with lots of emotions after my brother passed away from septicemia mm. and um, I went in a state of depression and somehow the poetry helped me writing these poems and helped me to actually deal with my grief mm. Alhamdulillah, shukran very much for sharing and for being brave and for coming <laughs> in studio with us today and for approaching us first off. And then we have online as well, we have Shabira Abdullah. Assalamu alaikum to you, Shabira from Women with Purpose. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for having me on the show. It certainly is our pleasure, Shabira. Um, I've introduced our guest in studio. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. I know you do a lot, but in a nutshell, tell us um, what, what your main focus in your life is. So at the moment, I'm a mother of a little four-year-old son, um, and I'm also a full-time career woman, um, and I'm also very much involved in our organization, which is called Women with Purpose. But what I do every day, so basically my background, I studied computer science and computer games at UCT. Um, and I've been in the software automation field for about six years. Um, I currently lead a team of software engineers uh, at a company. So we deal with some of South Africa's biggest 
telecommunications companies. Mm-hmm. And you said to me that there's not a lot of women in the, that field. Does that mean that you, you lead a lot of men? So it is currently a very male-dominated field. So very really, rarely would you find women uh, just at university studying computer science or women software engineers. Um, and I think we just need to break down that barrier of thinking that since it's a male-dominated field, um, the stereotype of a male being a programmer, um, I think then can you only begin to... Uh, encourage more women to take it up at mm. school level uh, in grade 10 when they actually offer it as a subject. Mm. So I, I've invited um, yourself, you assisting your, your, your sister who was a, a founder of Women With Purpose. Um, to speak about uh, women empowerment on a, uh, an organizational level, a startup. Um, I could have chosen a, a, an organization that's much more established, but I wanted to get a startup. And then I have Auntie Adila as well, um, who is an, an educator and a mother and a wife and uh, a, a poet as well. And I think it looks like she is starting that up, even though she's been doing her poetry for a couple of years. I think she's in the process of um, sort of launching her poetry public. I, and, and she's done it before, but today, inshallah, I think it's a new venture for her. But tell us a little bit about your startup with Women With Purpose. What is your mission? What is your vision behind the organization? Okay, so Women With Purpose, it's a non-profit organization and it's been established in March of 2018 by my sister, Aisha Chagley. So her main goal was empowerment of women, which has a lot of different facets to it. Hmm. Um, So she uh, gathered together a group of like-minded women. We all share the same vision. Um, And we successfully registered uh, as an NPO with the Department of Social Development in November of last year. Mm. Um, Our main aim is just empowerment through spiritual growth, social development. So there's three different parts to this. Uh, You know, there's there's a lot of social and economic barriers that keep us as women from moving forward, Uh, whether it's just getting that next promotion, being a stay-at-home mom, but uh, wanting to build your business, uh, balancing your career and your family, or getting out of toxic situations. Um, we want to upskill, motivate these women so that they can become self-sufficient and independent. Um, but the second part of it is just spiritual enhancement of families and communities, which uh, we do to our breakfast events. We want to sort of develop a closeness to our creator through, through these events. Mm. Um, and then thirdly, just a social and economic improvement. So just like I work with Madrasa Tisuna in Lavender Hill, um, we just want to uplift the community and assist uh, in any way that we can. Inshallah. I w- Inshallah. I'd like to take an ad break in there after we come back and speak. Um, especially um, you, you, up, you have an upcoming event. I know you have two, but we're going to focus on one today. But then I want to focus on the social network and how important the social network is in this empowerment, especially amongst us, the steward, inshallah. We go for an ad break, inshallah. The journey, Arrihla.
Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the journey. Women empowerment, uh, the sisterhood empowerment is our topic or our theme for discussion today. We've got two guests in studio with us and that is Shabra Abdullah and all from Women with Purpose and then also Auntie Adila Samsudin Minton. Tell us Shabra a little bit about your latest event that you have happening shortly, the lifestyle event. How does that fit into your the Women with Purpose vision and mission? So our lifestyle event that will be taking place in February, um, it's going to provide some motivational and informational talks from uh, two different businesses, Ultra Boost Fitness and Aphrodite's Garden. Um, at the end of the event, we want to come away with some more knowledge and better understanding, making better choices. Um, the lifestyle event will also help women network and, and grow their businesses. But lastly, unlike uh, our previous business skills workshops or seminars, uh, where we take time to learn new skills, this is just a moment to take two hours out of our busy day and just spoil ourselves. Yes, that is um, the important part. It's self-care, isn't it? And um, what I like about this is, you know, it focuses on what we do best. And it's it's often something that we deny, and that is our connection, our connection with our femaleness, our womanness, our femininity, our vulnerability. And that's where Auntie Adela comes in as well with her poem, because our uh, poems, because she certainly taps into that as well. I just read a couple of lines that I could feel that that emotion, that warmth, um, the thing that makes us different from men. Um, we often in the corporate world, the things we have to blunt off, the things we have to deny, the things we have to avoid, the things we don't want to bring into the boardroom. So tell us a little bit, um, you, you gave us a lineup of who you have there, and I know you said to me, you also have this love of fashion. Um, so can we expect um, a, a, it's a day of pampering, a day of connecting, a day with coming full circle with ourselves as women again, or a morning anyway? Oh, definitely. Um, so the fashion side of things, we're going to be having um, fabulous in hijab, um, Abishia Achilles. Uh, she basically offers trendy, modern design way and uh, that basically takes us to, to every occasion in our, in our lives. Um, so she will be there, she will be speaking. Uh, and then we also have Aphrodite's Garden, which is also a startup um, women-owned uh, business. Uh, they offer some all-natural feminine care. Uh, I've had the uh, advantage of visiting their showroom and uh, they have very cool things like lactation cookies and things to help you if you have if you're pregnant or if you're expecting uh, or if you've given birth um they have really cool products as well so they're going to be there as well and uh, we also have some uh shazen treatment that will be on offer so shazen everybody probably knows in the natural beauty product line uh, so we're excited for the treatment that's going to be on offer and then we have some motivational talks on Ultra Boost Fitness. So it's basically a business and they offer different fitness classes and it helps you reach your fitness goals. 
uh, and have some motivational coaching and ladies boot camps and stuff like that. Yes, I've promised our listeners I'm going to curate um, whoever's been in studio, those classes. And I've done other classes, the slow ones, but not Hanifa Jabbar's class yet. I'm a little bit afraid of that. <laughs> um, give us a bit uh, uh, an idea of the date, the venue, logistics for people who want to get in touch and, and purchase some tickets or find out more. Okay, so uh, you can attend 2029 for a ticket. You can book a ticket, but it is payable on the day, so I'll give you my contact details later. But it's, uh, the event is taking place on the 3rd of February at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, there is limited tickets available, so please book as soon as possible. Inshallah, and your contact details, please, Shabira? My contact details, you can contact me on 083 or you can even contact us through our Instagram page, women underscore w underscore purpose. And then we also have a website, womenwp.org. Okay, inshallah. Shukran so much. I'm going to repeat your, your number. It's 083-409-2042. And that is for the lifestyle event taking place from Women With Purpose on Sunday the 3rd of February from 9am inshallah it promises to be a morning of fun and empowerment and um, just to to treat yourself inshallah we need these types of time out to connect with each other to always have a lovely breakfast and to have an opportunity not to cook maybe that's just me and my lazy housewife style shukran so much to you Shabra we um, appreciate you being available. All the best, inshallah, with the event. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Salam. And um, the time right now is 6.19. Coming back, we're going to chat with our guest in studio. That's Auntie Azila. We take a short ad break. The voice of the king. The voice of the king. The journey. Arrihla. Positive energy, positive juices are flowing here in studio today on the journey of Ruhla. We have our guest in studio, poet, poetess, Auntie Adila Samsudin Minton. And you're welcome to send us any SMSs, any WhatsApp messages. You know our numbers. I see there is a message that came in early this morning, a Janaza notice. Um, if you have not done so already, please call on our line 021 3500 to um, pin, let them pin an official Janaza notice, inshallah. Well, as I've said earlier on, our topic of discussion today, our theme is women empowerment and empowering the sisterhood. And Auntie Adila um, came to visit us last week and Sunday after she heard the program, The Journey Arihla. 
sharing her poems with us and they certainly touched me and I'm going to read one for you inshallah and then the Afdanti Adila is going to read one as well and we're going to have a little bit of a chat inshallah and this one that appealed to me is titled Emotions Women are very emotional beings we laugh when chirpy we cry when sad we scream when scared or strike out when mad a different emotion for each altercation emotions are tricky and must be controlled this goes for young and the old a bee with a sore claw a raging lion with an injured paw is quite a menace and creates a very chaotic place stormy seas and firestorms a fire-spitting dragon with a broken horn avoid it at best you decide your quest you have the power to create your stature people will treat you according to your nature is it fear or respect irritation or appraisal you set the stage and the captain of your ship with compassion and good fellowship navigate and stay calm disarm and and diffuse with a little charm for contentment harmony and peace breeds harmony and release in a world filled with vile and venomous beast it's best to tread lightly and avoid the pitfalls of stress and which makes you depress it can wind you up too tight and crush your spirit with all its might sensitizing every issue and crying in your tissue about misfortunes of the past it didn't last stay positive and clean out the cobwebs people are diverse that's not a curse so keep your emotions in check or you'll end up a wreck <laughs> mashallah i hope um, that you enjoy that i certainly did i can read it over and over again um, and auntie adila is going to honor us by reading one of her poems as well I have only heard myself reading my poems before, but hearing someone else, it really moved me. (laughs) Shukran for that. Okay, Um, the poem I've chosen to read is The Power of Love. To live and not to love is not to live at all. As the saying goes, love is the most natural emotion an all-defying potion with no logical explanation. Just a colorful explosion. Beware that obsessive love is suffocating, much closer to hating, denying your partner the freedom to live, deserves no debate. If we can't love each other, we will destroy each other, in this world or the next. Love makes friendship possible. It is the cement that makes the relationship accessible. Love makes or breaks a society. 
if you've never learned to love yourself, it's impossible to love others. Love is not inherent. It needs to be learned. It needs to be earned. Love makes the world a brighter place, radiates warmth, and envelops you in a positive space. Love is the difference between peace and war. Either way, it leaves a scar. Would anyone hurt that which you love? In contrary, you would seek to preserve. In whichever way you could, love is unstoppable. A mother would jump into a lion's den, save her offspring in self-defense. She could stare death squarely in the face without thinking twice. She will do the sacrifice. Love makes you dream about a better future, makes you relentless and defies your stature. Love makes the impossible possible. The seven seas, the highest mountain, shrinks under the power of love. So, embrace your most basic need and instinct. Let love reign in this world. Mashallah, beautiful. Thanks so much for sharing with us. Amin. And there's lots of dua in your, your work as well. Alhamdulillah. Tell us a little bit you said earlier on. It's something you started doing um, fairly later in life? Yes. Um, my brother, um, he actually passed away from septicemia. Mm -hmm. So he, his lungs collapsed and it was extremely traumatic to see him suffer in hospital. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I went, as I said earlier, into a, a state of depression and pills cannot heal that. You know, you have mm. to make contact with your creator and you have to self-coach yourself. And most of my poems at first was about self-coaching, picking myself up mm. whenever I'm down. And um, I started uh, with death and I started with the sick and I started with okay. and then later on I the healing process began and then I went over to love and nature and and then also I love writing about um, children and the suffering on the Cape Flats and okay. the apartheid era and I also um, dedicated a poem to to um, to women at all, so it's it's quite a variety of um, actual actual um, issues that um, that's you know on everybody's mind. Mm. And um, my goal actually is that you know in say in three or four decades, life might change a lot. Life might change a lot. Society might change a lot. Mm. The the family nucleus the family setup will change a lot and i would like my poetry to be a say a confession of the past of how things used to be mm. and um yeah so that people can know that there was a time when family i also write a lot about family mm. so um and relationships between husbands and wives so yeah, so 
uh, my poetry is, is a variety. It's not just based in on one topic. Mm. Definitely, yes. It's it's very rich, mashallah. It's as you say, it's a journey, isn't it? I can just listen to you for a few minutes. I deliberately didn't ask you too much when you came to visit us last week. I like when my guests come in studio. It needs to be fresh. We're meeting each other for the first time. We connecting for the first Mm. time. I don't want to have preconceived ideas Mm. about Mm. you or what you do or any judgment. Mm. I just the idea is to feel. Yeah. To really feel, to connect to um, on this journey in life, to connect with the creation of the Creator and inshallah to gain from that. I mean, on mm-hmm. our journey to gain from your your wisdom or any guest we have on this in, in the studio. Mm. Even my colleagues who I work with, every week is different. Mm. And and I I get that from your journey of writing how many years now to Adela? Going into five years now. Going into five years. You see, you started out with the grief, with your feelings, with your depression. How do you feel when you write? Is it a difficult process? When do you write? Do you... You know, it's so amazing, Zofa. Um, I sit and an idea will pop in my head. Mm. And then uh, when I pick up my pen, then it's sort of... It all just flows, and I mm. just write, and I just write until I feel that I have now exhausted, yes, <laughs> exhausted that um, topic. So um, later on, I will look at it and see if there is any repetition or corrections. But mm. um, I don't know. It's just something that that. Um, um, flows from my mind at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I also discovered that um, I write best when I'm not under stress. Okay. When I am relaxed, when it's holiday, I can still picture myself. It was extremely cold um, the winter when I started. And I'm sitting with my blanket over my head and I'm alone at home because my husband is working that holiday. And it just came to me life is a ball pick up when you fall you know and then i just took it from there and then um yeah and and then my first poem and i read it and i read it and i couldn't believe that i could uh, it actually makes sense and somehow i'm able to to rhyme to give that that rhythm to it yes you know and then um and it, I was hooked, and then I just started writing. When I, when something grabs my attention, then I will just sit down and start putting down a few lines and mm. and see where it takes me. Were you always a writer? No, I, I like I said, I have never been really um, poetically in in line inclined, but. Um, it's just sort of I am. I love reading. I love okay. reading, and um, I being um, a, in education, you also face a lot with um, poems and and saying rhymes to the children, and and sometimes I have to make up my own rhymes just to fit a topic. So in that way, I was sort of a writer, but more. Um, more short for for, for children and um, I have also started writing children rhymes and children poems Mm. so um, yes 
Okay, lovely. So we're definitely going to have you in studio more. <laughs> Inshallah. Inshallah. You said to me um, that you, but you've kept it um, close to your heart yes. for a long while and you haven't really gone public with it except for a few times. Yes, um, so far. Um, writing um, poems or even a, a manuscript for a book, I think it's a very personal process and mm. um, you are so scared that people will um, say something that will be um, maybe too harsh and offend your um, your work that you have um, that you you Actually, you grow to love your poems. Mm. <laughs> you read it and you read it and you read it. So, to take um, at first to take criticism for, from other people was a bit hard. But I have only have positive encouragement yeah. at school from the Shiyuk at school. My pa- my mother, my sisters, mm. um, colleagues at school has read my poems. So um, I think they encouraged me actually to step forward so, and to, to share to share my poetry mm. with the community at large. Mashallah, I'm glad you did. I didn't ask Auntie Adela, where are you teaching? I'm currently teaching at Al Azhar Primary School okay. um, in Rondeflay. Okay. Um, yeah, I started off at um, Primrisbach Primary and we had mostly mostly children from Manningburg and then I moved to Merina um, Primary and most that is in Pontevo. So I have been in the Cape Flats area um, most of my teaching so I know the type of child and you know the, the suffering and the um, challenges that they have in life. So I, I also started writing about the challenges challenges on the Cape Flats. So, um, you know, I am a very sensitive person. I am. I think I am hypersensitive. Yeah, like <laughs> so, most poets. <laughs> yes. So being confronted with, with other people's pain, it always leaves a mark on my soul. Mm-hmm. And I think that sort of the poetry gave me that outlet to put down all these um, issues and um, negativity that negativity that is um, all accumulated inside of me. Mm. So, um, in a way, I feel a relief after I've written a poem. Wow, it's like a healing. It's really like a healing process. I've heard before um, psychiatrists tell people, okay, um, you've lost your father or your loved one, sit down and write a letter Mm. to the person um, to express yourself. And it does make a difference. It does make a difference to express how you feel. Okay. So I think that is what poetry did for me. Okay. And you haven't attended any poetry workshops or writing workshops? No. I have a diploma in education. Uh, I haven't really attended um, formal studies for um, poetry as such. Um, my my poems are sometimes very lengthy and other times they're very um, short. And, and um, yeah, so just depends also sometimes on my mood also <laughs> so yeah. um yeah yeah 
<laughs> I'm soaking, sitting here looking at Auntie Adela, and I could really speak to her for the entire day. <laughs> yes, um, to our listeners, I'm, I'm, I, I hope, inshallah, that um, that you gain benefit from this segment and from the chat with Auntie Adela. It's, um, it's about listening to yourself. It's about listening to your soul. It's about connecting with yourself. It's about indulging your your soul. It's about finding yourself, your grounding your, your inner peace. The Auntie Adler um, speaks for herself. Um, and and what you need to do that is you need to take time to do that. Mm. You need it's an act of self care. It's an act of self love. Definitely. Um, yes, definitely. And that is the nasiha from this interview. Um, there's a lot of other nasiha, but that that's the main gist behind it. And we've only got two more minutes um, to chat with you, Auntie Adila. But you mentioned earlier on our program yesterday was about um, identifying and, and and working on your goals, your hopes, your ambitions for 2019 and making 2019 your best year ever. So you mentioned earlier on about your book of poetry tell us briefly about that put that goal and intention and here on the airwaves into the universe connect that with the souls out there alhamdulillah and and help us to all make dua for you with this inshallah Amen. shukran so much if allah permits me inshallah then i would like to publish my book this year i have written more than 70 poems already so i think i am well on my way um, i've got enough material and i've got um um, varieties um, because I don't want the book to be um, just stale, just mm. going in one direction. What I envisage is um, a coffee book um, with pictures. Say if I write about the aged, then I want the picture um, portraying an elderly person. Okay. If, um, if the poem is about um, um, the Cape Flats, then I would like to have pictures there also, black and white pictures, to go and and to support the poem itself, so that um, the whole book must be not just, um, um, you know, like um, just words, well, yes. it, it must actually make an impact on the, pers the person visually mm -hmm. and spiritually. And um, inshallah, I'm making dua and I hope, <laughs> I hope that um, you also making dua for me listeners that I can publish my book. It's um, just a matter of finance, but um, inshallah, Allah will sort that out. Inshallah. Inshallah. We make dua that we, you will, inshallah. And um, for anybody who wants to get in contact with you who's listening, please give us your contact details. Okay, um, my cell number is 084-7076-256 and my um, Gmail address Adila, A-D-E-L-A-H, Minton, M-I-N-T-I-N, 1004 at gmail.com I think um, that would be probably the best way to um, get in touch. 
Okay, inshallah. And I'm just going to ask you to repeat your contact number again until I did that. Okay, 084-7076-256. Inshallah, shukran so much for having the courage to come out here today and share this beautiful work with us. May Allah grant it to be successful and to come to fruition, I mean, and to be of benefit, most importantly. I mean, I mean so much. Um, this program was about women, and to um, my fellow, fellow women out there, I've got just a very short saying, short, um, saying and this is, women branded by society as slaves to men to ensure the existence of mankind thorn and stretched beyond a man's capacity of endurance making them the stronger sex and ultimately survivor in love and war i just felt that um our listeners um women they should really um discover this thing Mm-hmm. You know, we as women, we multitask, we um, we survive so mu- so much onslaught from society. We are out there working among amongst men, and at the end of the day, we can do. We are so strong, and we don't know our strength. Mashallah, shukran so much for bringing that message to us. Of and course. actually, I forgot to tell our listeners, um, Auntie Adela was the the inspiration behind the theme for today. Our theme, which <laughs> was empowering women and the women's sisterhood, especially empowerment of the women's sisterhood.